0: Lead well. Welcome to the Lead Well Podcast, where we're growing the whole leader, sharpening leadership skills while strengthening the heart in leadership. Let's lead well. Hello, and welcome to the Lead Well Podcast. This is Javon Leggins, and today I'm joined by Pastors Israel and Sonia Piotr. Just very excited to have you guys. And of course, I know you because we work alongside one another, but for those who haven't met you, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourselves?
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Pastor Javon. We're so glad to be here. So, yes, my husband and I have been blessed to be in ministry for, uh, you know, about 15 years, maybe going on 20 now, but we are passionate about soul care, inner healing, passionate about the inner processes that God does in our souls so that he can get us to fulfill our purpose on earth.
2: Yeah. So we are both the pastors over forward. And of course, if you haven't taken forward, I don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> um, we also lead a ministry called Emmaus, which uh, helps people walk out of sexual and relational brokenness into wholeness. And Sonia leads uh, a fantastic ministry uh, called Trauma Care. Uh, and so that, that ministry is doing so well, and we're just so proud of that.
1: Yeah, and in trauma care, basically, it's just, you know, groups where we create a safe space for people to come in and talk about struggles with depression, anxiety, trauma. Uh, it's really just a safe space to for people to know God has something he wants to say to you regarding yeah. these things.
0: No, that's so good. I appreciate you guys sharing that. Like the the way that you guys serve the body, specifically locally here at Victory, It's just so needed and so necessary. And it's one of the things that makes me so proud to be a member of this church and being able to serve here is because we prioritize soul care and we prioritize people getting healed and being healthy and dealing with the stuff that we don't like to talk about a lot of times, which is is so cool that we face that up front. So Mm. one of the reasons why I was really excited about having you guys on today is You guys share some of what we're going to talk about to some of our leaders here previously, and we thought what better way than to move forward and equip our people by just diving a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. into that. So I'm going to start with the end in mind, and I'm going to ask you as a listener to, to listen with the end in mind. So I'll just start there. What is the big overall takeaway that we need to listen for as we're listening uh, to what you guys are sharing. What's the big takeaway that we need to listen for?
2: Yeah, so the goal is this. It's to learn how to experience the weight of someone's crisis mm-hmm. while remaining healthy for the long haul. But, you know, we're just not interested in you doing ministry for a season. We want to see you finish the race well and strong. Because mm-hmm. because we we know this. We, we want you to work well in your occupation. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. or your corporate calling, because most of you are called to work in the corporate world as much as you're called to volunteer and lead at the church. But what we want you to do is be able to create and live a life of balance where you're able to function well in ministry, in or outside of the church. You know, we we understand that. Sonia and I, we were working, serving in our churches while being in the corporate world. We worked in the healthcare industry, and while we were there— the Lord called us into opportunities where we were praying for people and we were connecting with people and we were evangelizing. And as we were both working there, I remember the thing that I saw you do really, really well, Sonia, Sonia's a gift giver. And so she would give people like these Christian calendars <laughs> and these little plaques that would have these little quotes on them. So nice. And I would, <laughs> and I'm going, Oh my God, like, What am I gonna do with this if I have this? Like (laughs) that wasn't my thing, but the people that she gave them to loved them and cherished them. And we were there in that in that environment. We Mm -hmm. were in the corporate world for almost 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing those little calendars and those plaques still stay Mm -hmm. on their cubicle walls. Yeah. Yeah for years.
1: It's amazing what God can use in the corporate world and in the marketplace. Uh, you know, things that we think are funny and and just, you know, outdated. But those little things God uses to open the hearts of people who don't believe in him yet. And it really becomes a, a beautiful connection from right. them to the Lord and, and, and how their hearts were opened just through a book and just, just through a, a little memento.
2: So by no means, what we want to do is we want to bring balance to this. I think there's some separation between like, okay, there's the guy that's not technically... A pastor who works all day, mm. you know, at as a nurse or, you know, as a doctor, or, you know, someone who, I don't know, works at Chick-fil-A, and then all of a sudden they're they're moonlighting as a ministry leader. And somehow they believe that their role in the church is less important because they're not on staff and paid. And we want to just level that right now and say, you are equally, and not if not anything, you are more important to the kingdom Absolutely. because you're out in the marketplace. I mean, the one thing that I miss about being in the corporate world is, is leaning over my cubicle and evangelizing. Yeah. Yes. I I can't walk up to Pastor Tad and be like, hey, have you heard the good news of Jesus lately? <laughs> <laughs> like I that's hope not, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so I so really we we want you to experience uh health and we want you to experience longevity. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to minimize and neglect your own self-care, whether you're a paid pastor or a volunteer leader. The ministry the weight of the ministry is just heavy. Mm -hmm. And so you got to remember, you are an agent of hope and therefore a threat to the kingdom of darkness. The monsters Mm -hmm. we face don't care if you're a full-time pastor or a volunteer. Mm -hmm. The attack is just as heavy. Therefore, your strategy for self-care must be solid and always developing. Mm -hmm. So here are a few practical thoughts to keep in mind that will help you remain healthy and strong under the weight of ministry. And if you don't mind, we just go straight into it. Oh
0: man, by all means, this is so good.
2: So let's, let's say that you've lent your ear to a friend while they're going through a personal crisis and afterward, you know, after you've listened to them and you've engaged into their story, now there's this incredible opportunity where you can just pray for them one-on-one and then you take that deep breath afterward. You know, you go, you, you, you inhale and then you exhale. Hopefully you're doing that. I mean, hopefully you're you're acknowledging that what took place there drew some sort of energy out of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took a lot out of you for that moment. I think one of the things that we can start to do in that moment to practice healthy self-care is to remember that this is not our cross. Like the person that you briefly stepped into, like you stepped into their story, you heard them, or you prayed for them, that their cross isn't yours. So I'll sum it up by saying this, that the crosses we touch are not ours to own, but to bear for a short while. Mm-hmm. And so if you really look at like the story of Simon of Cyrene, what you see is you see this guy who's witnessing Jesus carry his cross towards Calvary. All right. And he's selected out by a Roman soldier. Okay? And in hindsight, what we see is there's only a few steps Okay, in comparison to Jesus that Simon had to walk towards Calvary while helping him with his cross. And what I'm saying is this. You have to know where your help begins and ends in this journey. Simply put, you cannot take that person's cross home with you. You've got to develop some healthy, strong boundaries Mm -hmm. where the work of the Lord was done there.
1: Yes, that is so good, because I think a lot of times we don't even realize how much we are caring from, you know, being, you know, leading our groups and hearing the stories. And especially let's just make sure we are, you know, being aware that we are in the midst of a pandemic, This is something we've never been through before. And it's a year already of of going through this together. It's shared trauma. And we don't even realize sometimes how much of that story I am carrying with me. And so even for you to say there's a beginning of this journey with this person and then there's an end. Right. Even that, I just wanted to highlight that because I, I think that might get lost sometimes for us.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And so one of the questions I have... Surrounding that concept of carrying someone's cross, what do we do or how do we handle it when someone's pain, someone's cross touches something sensitive in us? Like it it relates to something that we may also be going through, because I'm asking that from the standpoint of a leader. Oftentimes mm-hmm. we have this unspoken requirement, as it were, to be the ones who have everything together right. and to manage everything completely mm-hmm. perfectly mm-hmm. every single time. But oftentimes the people who we lead are who we have influence with their pain may touch something inside of us. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? How can we responsibly? And that's,
2: that? that's just so mm-hmm. real. And mm-hmm. you've got to ask yourself the question. I'll turn it over to you, Sonya, because I know, you do a lot of work in this area, but you've got to ask yourself the big question, what is it in their story mm-hmm. that is touching my story?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and again, I don't want to go too fast on this because I, that's so good what you said, Pastor Javon, about sometimes there's a belief that because you're a leader, because you're a shepherd of your group or a shepherd in your home, that means that now you have to be strong for everyone and you have to carry all of these burdens. But it's so important for us to remember that we are human beings and we have Jesus Christ inside of us, but we ourselves are human beings. We are vessels, right? And the treasure of crisis inside of us. But God created human beings to be touched by other people's stories. There's so much of our brain and our nervous system that God created specifically to be able to enter into someone else's story and be able to feel their pain and feel what they're feeling with them so that they are not alone. And so even that process is so beautiful, but it's going to feel heavy sometimes. And and just to be able to say, you know what, that, let me just take a moment here. That story really touched me deeply with my own story Mm -hmm. and there's going to be moments that are going to happen in our lives and can we give ourselves that permission to be human in the sense of I feel that person's pain and now my group is over or now I am now going home and I feel this heaviness, I feel this weight. A lot of times I think what we can do is try to deny that that's even there, try to ignore it, or try to suppress it. Like, no, I'm not going to even tend to that part of my heart. But I think the better thing that we can do is when we give ourselves permission to be touched by that person's story, now we can now turn and tend to our heart with the help of the Holy Spirit. So like, let's say I am leading my group, and now I am driving home, I'm about to go home now, and I'm going to see my children, my husband, or your or my spouse, and I'm going to be needed now in another emotional capacity. That drive home is so important, because that's my time to begin to now process out loud with Jesus and say, Jesus, like that story of that person, that really, did something to me. And don't be afraid of going into those details with God, even if it's for 15 minutes or if it's five minutes. There's been so many times. That's really part of what I do now for self-care myself is that I spend time in my car. (laughs) because I'm a mom of three, right? Three little kids. And so I know I'm going to be needed emotionally in other areas, not just ministry. And so it's important for me to take that time and and talk to God and debrief, almost like I'm debriefing with Jesus. God, this is what happened today. This is how this touched me. These were some memories that kind of came up out of this encounter with this person. And that is a, a beautiful way. To continuously do self-care.
2: Right, right. And I I just want to say, I think that we tend to feel a little bit ill-equipped or bad. Like we we take that feeling of, wow, that person's story really impacted me. I think we judge that as a weakness Mm -hmm. when it really is our strength. So I think we need to start looking at that as a strength, but it has to be tended to, as yeah. you were saying, Sonia.
0: Absolutely. No, I, I think that's really good. It, what I'm One of the things I'm hearing that you're saying there that I think is critical that I myself don't want to miss and I don't want our listeners to miss is that you have to acknowledge. Yes. It. You know, acknowledge it so you can do something with it. And I think in many cases, one mistake that I know I've made personally in the past is that because I've thought, oh, I don't need to be feeling this. I've skipped over it and haven't acknowledged it mm-hmm. properly just so it can be dealt with me and the Lord, even mm-hmm. if, if that's what it is on the drive home. Mm-hmm. So I, I do. I love that. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is such rich content. We're going to continue this conversation mm-hmm. in our in our next podcast, in our next episode with you guys. But I do want to offer Just the opportunity, if there's anything that you want to mention additionally as a closing thought, Mm -hmm. uh, as we round out this time together, I do want to offer that. Yeah, I would just
2: say, just remember that the cross that you are called to help carry is not your cross. Mm -hmm. And to be aware of what is in their story Mm -hmm. that is touching your story Mm -hmm. and to feel freedom to understand that this is all the more going to make you a better minister. This is going to kind of create muscle mm-hmm. and resilience in the way that you minister.
1: Absolutely. And and yeah, I just I just want to end with saying you have such a beautiful purpose for your life as a as a shepherd of souls. And that's the goal for this is how we we want to help you. We want to rally around you and say we want to help you fulfill your purpose. And part of fulfilling your purpose is caring for you you caring for you, you taking this seriously. So we look forward to the next time with you.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I look forward to it as well. So as we prepare for that next time together, obviously there's going to be some time in between those two episodes where people may be uh, identifying this and, and looking to, to deal with it, maybe have some resources for it are there any resources or anything that may be available for people as they're navigating this particular topic?
1: Yes. um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to send the link to Pastor Javon so that we can have that on our notes of this particular episode. It really is just if you want to take some extra few minutes to take this little quiz just to find out, you know, where am I when it comes to compassion fatigue? Where am I locating myself? And when it comes to where my soul is, how tired am I inwardly, uh, we will have a link for that for you if you want to do that.
0: Yes, that's awesome. Thank you so much for that. So what we'll do, uh, just to reinforce that, check the show notes. So as you listen to this episode, look at the show notes, you'll see a link for that resource there. Of course, as you listen, you can always go to leadwellpeople.com just for more leadership resources. Uh, We would love to resource and stay connected with you there. You can also stay connected to us on Instagram at leadwellpeople. So thank you guys again. I just want to just bless you and thank you for sharing with our people. But also for those of you who are listening until next time, let's make sure that we lead well and continue to strengthen our hearts as we sharpen our skills as people who desire to lead well. Till next time, we'll see you then.